everybody. It is episode 2-2, season 2, episode 2 of Tattle Pod. And as usual, thank you for listening to my bullshit. And thank you for coming back. And thank you for telling your friends and enemies to listen to me. So it has been really, well, it was, should I say. It's perked up quite a bit. But it was really fucking cold here in Asheville. And so I've not really been running around like my usual self because I don't do a couple of things. And one of those is cold and the other one is dark. I mean, it's been like an apocalypse came through here. And being originally from Columbus, Ohio, where it really gets fucking cold. And when they say there's going to be snow, there's actually is snow and that covers the grass. These people, man the slightest hint that there might be a slow snowflake and they are shitting themselves. Downtown Asheville was like a ghost town, not a soul. I mean, it was like there was a fucking apocalypse and I did not make the celestial cut. So anyhow, Pops did come in and he flew in to see me for a weekend and apparently his ass didn't meet the celestial cut either, so... We're like a match made in heaven. Anyhow, we were talking about how the hell our non-socially correct, is that the word? Socially correct, yeah. Non-socially correct relationship has lasted so long. Considering the complications of it, and we candidly agreed that we probably wouldn't have lasted so long had it not been for my desperation as a single mom in a really shitty fucking situation in a shitty town in a shitty such a situation where I needed some fucking money and he took care of me and for his shitty situation as a sex deprived married man he found me and you know what it worked for us and it continues to work for us it's like it was a fucking arranged marriage Um, we grew to love fucking each other (laughs) well we did but we grew to love each other and i think in my opinion from some some not all so don't get all pissy some of the marriages i've seen our relationship seems to actually work better i don't know if that's because we don't live together (laughs) Or because we actually like each other. But that's how things are going for me on the mistress ship these days. Just because I haven't talked about it for a while. And if you are new to my podcast and you've not listened to beginning, I would suggest if you're like, what the fuck? Who am I fucking listening to? Go back and listen to the earlier episodes if you really give a fuck. Like I said, I have not been running the streets of Asheville lately. Um, because it was like fucking so cold, like my nipples could have cut glass. But I did, however, on the fucking coldest day I've experienced here, and 13 degrees feels like one degree fucking weather, had to take a jaunt across the fucking tundra to an urgent care, urgent care to help my dear friend, whose name will remain withheld, <coughs> Kenjamin, for the sake of this podcast. No, we're going to call him by his new nickname, Whore face whore face because old whore face had some fire burning in his undercarriage which whore face neglected for far too long to the point that he was crippled incapacitated with the fire in his undercarriage and since whore face lives up to his given nickname we could not be certain that he did not have every fucking std known to man 
literally known to man. He was so fucking miserable that he actually said to me, I'm pretty sure that this is why people used to die at the age of 30. Um, <laughs> drama, drama. No, no whore face. People died in their 40s, which is my current decade, because they had a dramatic whore face fucking friends who thought they were on their deathbeds because their ball sacks were on fire. So a long story long, I ran old fucking whore face into the urgent care where he barely waddled his way in, walking like he had fucking cantaloupe-sized nuts to navigate around for him to be diagnosed with jock itch. So I braved 13 degrees, feels like one degree weather for a jock itch diagnosis. A man's version of a beastie's D, which that's pretty fucking horrible too. So that's been the most fun I've had lately. Restaurants, though, I've been to. I did go to just another short review in case you decide to come here and visit sometime. It's a fucking pretty cool place. Cucina 24. Cucina 24. And by the way, Contrada, the pizza place I talked about in the last podcast where I ate the mozzarella that gave me the fucking gas and the fucking stomach cramps and I felt like I was getting ready to give birth to something, not a baby. Okay, Contrada with the great fucking pizza is a concept of Cucina, which makes sense because both of these restaurants don't cut corners. They respect the Italian culture. The food was fucking fantastic. I couldn't quit eating the pasta because the pasta was cooked right. The sauce was stuck to the fucking noodle like it's supposed to. It was fresh. Probably why I now have to use my fitness pal. I'm fucking uh, hitting menopause. I'm a little full figured anyway. I mean, the boobs I paid for. Despite the fact that I work out all the goddamn time, it's fucking catching up with me a little. And even when I finish my workouts, uh, my tits and ass are still fucking working out after I'm done for a good while. Thank you, Cucina, for making me have to work out more because it was delicious. And I give you, I'm getting way off the fucking meatball scale here because I'm going to give them seven out of five fucking meatballs. It was good. After this podcast, um, I am going to take a stab at making my hair a real cool trendy color of gray for your information because I'm getting so much fucking gray in my hair. And I've decided that I just, I don't, I don't need people to, I don't care what they think. And I don't care if they think that I'm 20, 30. Nobody thinks I'm 20 unless you're there old and fucking can't see. They might as well know by the hair on my fucking head that what I am is somebody who doesn't give a fuck and doesn't want to be putting brown fucking hair color on her hair to make everybody else more fucking comfortable with me. And I would say at least then you would know what color was going on underneath? What did they say? Do the carpets match the curtains or something like that? They will know the answer. They won't have to speculate. But since I've lasered all of my cooch hair off a long time ago, I can't even fucking make that joke. But this gray hair is going to be a flagship for just how fucking old I'm getting. And I'm excited. And hopefully I don't burn it all off and it all fall out. But I'm okay with that too. Because honestly, I have a great face and great eyes. I don't even think I need fucking hair. So that's my next excursion, which my friend Kenjamin, whore face, is going to help me with. Because he's fucking colored his hair a bazillion times. And we'll just see. We're probably going to fry it off. I was going to do an 
email require you know read an email that I had got about guilt and I'm going to save it because something better has along come along something better has come along and it is an email about people who poop at work and people poop at work and I'm going to read it to you but I have to pull it up here I'm not super organized in case you haven't been able to tell but I'm getting real comfortable with my audience and so I'm just talking to you like I fucking rattle off on the phone to my friends and my boyfriend all the time and then you can come to whatever fucking conclusion that you want to about how they feel about me here we go dear mother I am so sick of going into the bathroom at work to find that it smells like shit I mean it's a bathroom and she says this or he says this whoever I know that it's one of those things that people do in the bathroom, but I do wish that they would double flush or maybe triple flush or do their business before they come to work, do their business. How old are you? My age? <laughs> or how about using some poopery? It's just so nauseating to have to go into the bathroom and smell other people's shit. It's bad enough smelling your own. I'm sure that you don't want to hear about my bathroom habits, but I have noticed that since I've been eating healthy and avoiding red meat, that my shit has no smell, doesn't it? Um, Please ask your listeners to shit before they leave their home. So listeners, you heard our other listener, please shit before you leave your home. And if you're going to shit at work, don't shit in this person's work fucking bathroom because, I mean they're going to give you a piece of their mind and I'm going to tell them how they can go about that or at least how I would handle it. First of all, your shit probably does stink because you know the old adage, there's no way your shit doesn't stink. Yeah, not eating red meat, not eating meat, honestly, I think it does make a difference, but I don't know how much. I think you're just, your shit just stinks in a different fucking way. It just smells like you're like shitting out cauliflower or something because one of my sons is a vegan, completely vegan. And I'm going to tell you what, he can blow up a fucking bathroom like nothing I've ever seen before. Paint mounting off the walls. You don't want to go in there. You're going to burn your retinas out when he's done with that fucking thing. So it's probably just like smokers. And when you smoke, you can't fucking smell smoke on you. But you really just smell like a nasty, dirty fucking ashtray. And you're like, oh, yeah, I never smoke. Oh, I never shit. Um, You do shit and your shit does stink. And I don't care what you're eating. That's okay. You know, sit in your damn stench and think your shit doesn't stink. That's great. You're going to shit at work. Have an SOP. And quite frankly, if you're not shitting at work, you might be the person who's, they, they might be smarter than you. You might be more polite, but they're smarter because they're getting paid to shit. And if you're shitting at home, you're shitting for free, honey. That makes more, far more fucking sense. It's like you're getting away with something. But back to writing an SOP. I feel the procedure should go something like this. As you're starting to turd it out in the work bathroom, you better fucking have your hand on that damn trigger. Have it on the flusher and flush as soon as that turds exiting your body before it hits the water so it can all be flushing down now this might be a two-step process if you were to do that then it's going to be sucked out of there before the stench starts lurking its way around the workplace bathroom but when i used to work i rarely shit at work because i can't fucking hold it in i shit like a goose in the morning if you really want to know and i'm just fucking thankful i can get out of bed before that fucking event starts and you know furthermore 
we know when you're shitting at work, even if you're sitting on the, if you're sitting on the toilet with your fucking pants around your ankles, yeah, we can see that in the next stall. And if you're sitting there, sitting there, we also know that you're waiting for our ass to get out so you can blow ass in there. We know when you're shitting, so just fucking shit and get it over with. That's my opinion. An SOP, I think that would be a fine idea, but I have a feeling somebody get fired for that. But write one up, like stick it on the bathroom door. It can be anonymous. Nobody will know it. It'd be fucking hysterical. Take a picture and send it to me. Also to my email. But if you want to get back at these meat eaters for really stenching it up, if you're still eating eggs, that's your fucking ticket, honey. Eat yourself some hard-boiled eggs, okay? Try not to shit before you go to work the next day, but eat yourself some hard-boiled eggs. Get yourself some fucking boiled cabbage thrown down there, maybe some broccoli. Throw yourself some, like, shit fuel, like some fucking green green grapes. Throw those down there. Get it all nice and gurgling around. And if you still drink beer, yes, drink beer. Don't drink your coffee before you leave to work because we all know fucking once you drink coffee, it's like you've got to shit. You, it's a cathartic. So drink your coffee at work. Stand by the bathroom door if you have to. Run in there. Fucking blow ass. And then when you leave, just say you're welcome. That's how I think you should solve your problem for the shitting at work crisis. Because it's not a crisis. It's fucking goddamn entertaining. And that is it for this week's episode of Tattlepod. Email me your <laughs> bullshit problems. I actually have an email that I can do for my next podcast already, but email me anyway. Give this fucking old broad something to do with her strong opinions and her smart mouth because I enjoy it. So email me at tattlepod at gmail.com or visit my lame website at tattlepod.com and leave me a rant. As I am not even a semblance of an expert, but I can certainly help you deliver a swift kick to the nutsack and even an inflamed one. Most importantly, ciao for now. And remember, never be ashamed to tattle to your mother.